You're listening to CHUOFM broadcasting from the University of Ottawa at 89.1 FM. Welcome to another edition of In Transition. I'm Randy McElligot, and let's start off with some Ruby Braff with some of his buddies. And these buddies include Scott Hamilton on tenor sax, Dave McKenna on piano, Gray Sargent on guitar, Marshall Wood on bass, and Chuck Riggs on drums. We're going to start off with Sunday. Thank you. 
Gordon Bennett and I have had many discussions over the years about Ruby Braff. And I must say, he certainly is one of my favorites. And that was from 1993, live at the Regatta Bar in the Charles Hotel, Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we heard a beautiful composition called Sunday and a fine example of the restraint that Ruby showed in his playing, especially playing cornet. It's not a very easy instrument to play. And I think uh, Ruby Braff was certainly one of the masters of this instrument. Now, this album was originally released on the Arbor's Records jazz label out of uh, Florida. I'm Randy McElligot, and you're listening to In Transition on CHUO-FM 89.1. We're also streaming live on the Internet at www.chuo.fm. Up next, music from Brian Buchanan. Now, Brian is a pianist who released an album in 1994 entitled Avenues, and this is actually uh, quite a good uh, recording. It features uh, Bob Tildesley on flugelhorn, Phil Dwyer on tenor sax, Dave Young on bass, and those of you who happened to catch the Liberal Convention on Friday saw Dave Young there playing with Oliver Jones, playing better than ever. It was just great. Michelle Lambert is on drums, and we're going to hear a composition written by Nat Adderley entitled Old Country.
I always liked the sound of Sonny Clark. Very clean lines and very simple in his execution. That was Sonny Clark on piano, Max Roach on drums, and George DeVivier on bass, and we just heard Blues Mambo. It's taken from a recording that Sonny did for Time Jazz. It was many, many years ago, probably late 50s, early 60s, I would say. And before that, uh, Brian Buchanan from his album Avenues and Old Country. Now, Old Country might sound familiar to you because Abby Lincoln did a, a stirring rendition of this song um, on one of her albums a few years ago. And I always thought it was probably one of the finer versions of Old Country that I've uh, ever heard. And of course, Abby Lincoln did it justice with her unique voice and her unique phrasing. You're listening to In Transition on CHUO FM. My name is Randy McElligot, and we're broadcasting live from the Media Skywalk at the University of Ottawa. Let's listen to some music now from John Coltrane, one of his classic recordings, no doubt. When he recorded uh, for the Atlantic label, he recorded an album called Giant Steps. Now, most people familiar with jazz know of the title track and maybe Cousin Mary, uh, Countdown, Nema, and Mr. PC. But I'm going to play for you a track off this album that's not so well known, and it's entitled Saida's Song Flute. We're going to listen to the alternate take, which was recorded May the 4th, 1959, and featured Coltrane on tenor sax, Tommy Flanagan on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Art Taylor is on drums.
Talking so sweet while you need it Say you won't cheat while you need it Tapping your feet while you need it Over now, it's over now You're dressing with class while you need it you're Holding yourselves while you need it Think you're a gas while you need it It's over now, it's over now It's over now, it's over now You had your fun, so take a bow You ought to know you lost the glow The beat is slow, the shadows grow The lights are low, it's time to go Let's throw the show down You're taking off weight while you need it Looking just great while you need it Setting the bait while you need it It's over now, it's over now from his album Pointless Nostalgic and Monk's Well You Needn't. Jamie's been uh, taking the jazz scene by storm over in Europe and he's trying to make headway here in North America. There's been uh, quite a bit of press on this young, uh, exciting vocalist and I believe he has a new album that's uh, coming out soon. If not, it uh, might already be out, but uh, if it is, I'll uh, see if I can get a hold of it and get some music on here for you to listen to. Jamie Cullum. Before that, John Coltrane from 1959 with uh, Sayeta's uh, uh, song flute, a beautiful number from John Coltrane from uh, a classic album that he made, Giant Steps. You're listening to In Transition. I'm Randy McElligot. 
And let's continue now with vintage Miles Davis from his pivotal album, Kind of Blue. This is Blue and Green.
We just heard some classic Miles Davis from his album Kind of Blue and Blue and Green. And if you listen carefully, you can hear Bill Evans with some beautiful phrasing. And not only that, but his gentle approach to the piano and subtle innuendos behind uh, Davis's uh, trumpet. And um, also of note is um, Jimmy Cobb's fine brushwork throughout. And you can even hear subtle references to Waltz for Debbie in there with Bill Evans towards the end of the piece. It's a, a, a classic number for sure, and certainly one of the pivotal uh, compositions of uh, Bill Evans. And after that, we heard some music from Bill Cunliffe uh, from his uh, latest album, uh, The Beautiful Soiree. You're listening to uh, CHUOFM. My name is Randy McCalligat. And we're going to continue now with uh, one of the brightest young guitarists out of New York. His name is Mark Elf, and um, we're going to listen to his uh, rapturous rendition of America. Thank you. 
Stars themselves must part.
music from Gandalf from Between Earth and Sky, and we just heard Dreamcatcher. And before that, the lovely vocalist from Europe, Josephine Kronholm, from her album Wild Garden, and we just heard Don't Weep. We started off with Mark Elf with a beautiful solo, guitar solo at that, of America. You're listening to In Transition. I'm Randy McElligot, and we're going to continue now with some more music. Someone who is no longer with us, but when she was, she was quite a performer, and she used to have a lot of fun um, recording and more so performing live. I remember catching her a few years ago. I, I can't remember if it was in Montreal or if it was here in Ottawa, but uh, Dorothy Donegan had a unique way of uh, playing the standards and and just burning up the stage with her thunderous. Actually, I remember now, it was Montreal, and while she was playing, totally unexpected, Phil Woods walked out on stage, and uh, the two of them just started playing for, I think it was half an hour, and then he left and uh, took a flight to Italy. He had to play at a festival there, but it was totally spontaneous and a whole lot of fun. I'm going to play for you some Dorothy Donegan from 1991, and a composition um, that everyone knows, time after time. Time after time I tell myself that I So lucky too Be loving you So lucky to be the one you run to see in the evening when the day is new. I only know, know what I know. And the passing years don't show sometimes. You made my life so young, so new. Time after time, you're gonna hear me say, that I so lucky to be loving you What I know the passing years don't show. You made my life so young, so. 
so new Time after time You're gonna hear me say That I'm So lucky 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 too be loving you
You're listening to CHUOFM, coming to you live from the Media Skywalk at the University of Ottawa.
one of the most active musicians on the European jazz scene. That was Christer Bothan and his acoustic ensemble. Christer plays uh, bass clarinet, Jan Nordsen on vibes, uh, David Stackenhaus on guitar, Johan Berling on acoustic bass, and pal Nilsson Love was on drums, and we heard a composition called Lover's Cue, and that's taken from Christer's album uh, entitled Seven Pieces. Here's some music from Jeanette Lindstrom, and this is from her album Feathers, and we're going to listen to a lovely version of Never Let Me Go. But before we get to that, I just forgot to tell you that what we heard before Christopher Bothan was um, guitarist Zachary Bro from his album Laid Back and Find a Place. Zachary died tragically in the 1990s. He was trying to rescue a swimmer, I believe it was off the coast of Florida, and uh, he himself drowned in the process. And he was an up-and-coming guitarist in the New York jazz scene, and it was quite sad when we uh, received the news of his uh, passing. But again, that was from his album Laid Back, and we heard Find a Place. Dorothy Donegan, before that, recorded live with Time After Time. As I said before, Jeanette Lindstrom is up next from her album Feathers, released in 2000. And she does a great reading of Never Let Me Go. Steve uh, de Bragas is on uh, piano accompanying her. Love. 
lose its touch Where would I be without you?
was guitarist Herb Ellis from his album Texas Swings and Blues in G. And just before that, we heard Jeanette Lindstrom from her beautiful album Feathers and Never Let Me Go. What a, a gorgeous uh, rendition of that, uh, of that composition. Here's some more Dorothy Donegan, but she's not playing music this time. What she's going to be doing is uh, commenting on life and jazz and everything else. When I was a little girl, Joe Hears used to say that when he would come by the apartment in the enclave where we both lived, he could hear me practicing every day. <laughs> so I said, oh my goodness, this is a way to get out of doing housework. So I practiced intensely and very often so people could hear me at the end of the block playing. My fingers were really strong. My first live performance was in church. And then I did concerts and people would hire me to play for weddings and house parties and sometimes houses of assignation. Not too many of them. My brother chaperoned me everywhere I went. But I played in the dumps on the south side in some of the dumps downtown. I was the soloist with the Booster Orchestra at DuSable High School. But I could really take a gig at 12 years old. Whenever someone would call me, I could take a gig. Raymond Walters would help me with the Tatum runs. And then our Tatum heard me when I was around 18 and 19. As a matter of fact, I still practice every day. Well, I practice Tierney, Clemente, Philippe, the German versions of Hannon, and the Italian versions. And there's a book Robert Mays gave me with all the pentatonic scales in it and the Lydian mode and the Phrygian and the Dorian. And I practice all that for technique. Each finger must become equal. It's the fourth and the fifth are the weakest fingers that we have. I also squeeze this flexible rubber gadget, and this makes your hand strong. I didn't know about this kind of strengthening when I was younger. I practiced more pieces in 1940. Today I practice more exercises and more concerti. I aspire to, you know, play with symphonies. The Rachmaninoff Third, the Tchaikovsky, and the Beethoven C major. I've never heard anything so wonderful as Horowitz playing the Rachmaninoff Third. When he played it, I just took my coat and threw it up in the air. So I can go through the pieces, you know, but uh, they're not perfect yet. I think uh, what would make them perfect would be to stop playing the jazz for a while because the classical is another kind of discipline. You have to take all the ham hocks out of it and make it more sterile. And I think I have the chops to do it in the discipline. You can't be distracted playing classical music. I always think I could play it better and add more variety and do the runs a little different. And I say sometimes, I say, gee, I could have used this figure in this piece rather than what I use. But each time I play, it's a learning experience. And things come to me that I didn't play before. So it's always something to learn. I practice usually about three or four hours, but I have been known to practice uh, 10 hours. But while I was practicing, 
looked like a pain came down my face. I said, oh, gee, it's time to cut this. I said, oh, I'm going to get a stroke from practicing this long. I think about Horowitz, you know, he used to practice 18 hours a day. And I heard that he had had a nervous breakdown. So I said, gee, if I can't get it in three or four hours, I can forget it. When I'm at home, I put the radio on and the TV at one time. So one is muted. And then the television, I look at and the radio I listen to. And that puts me to sleep. And then I listen to classical music and Arteta. Maybe some Oscar, but uses classical music. I hardly play any jazz at home. I think you should just keep your chops up. I take lessons and I have a teacher down the street who was the head of the piano department at the University of Maryland. And then I call up Johanna Harris, whose husband was Roy Harris. I love the classical teachers. I'd like to listen to the classical people and uh, of the jazz people. I'll go hear Oscar Peterson, Ahmed Jamal, Barry Harris, Kenny Barron. I'll go hear them. I hear someone else playing something. Like I heard Peter Nero do something from Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't know how to love him. And I'm trying to learn that. I like Oscar Peterson's uh, version of There Is No Greater Love. And then I would like to listen to some of the Donald Lambert things or the James Pete. So I'm trying to learn everybody's style. But I used to go and hear Teddy Wilson, and I thought that uh, he was a wonderful player. He had such a nice, crisp, light touch. And then I would listen to Earl Hines, who would use uh, one melody against the other. In other words, he would play one tune with the left and be trilling with the right hand. So these are different kinds of tricks that you use. You lose a little bassy and a little garner. I like some of the things Earl Garner did. And Earl Hines was a two-fisted piano player. Before I play a concert or do anything, I never know what I'm going to play. I start improvising. Some days I'm more creative than others, and some days I'm less creative. I'll never lose a job, though. At the Village Vanguard, I was very good. One night I said, oh, this woman can really play. And then I thought I was pretty good at the Smithsonian. And then on the ship, I'm very good. I'm pretty creative, especially when other musicians come to view me. My favorite type of audience is an audience that likes me. They may be old, middle-aged, youngsters, or beboppers, or jazz audiences. And I like for people to like, forget their troubles when they come to see me. And dancing is a good way to improve your circulation. And it's healthy. I like to dance myself. I like an old-fashioned shimmy, or just an old-fashioned, they used to call it jelly in on the south side. I wanted to be a shake dancer, really. Oh, I would try to shake, and I could shiver. I used to know a shake dancer by the name of Labami. And I noticed this woman was out shaking me. So I said, well, what is your name? She said, Labami. 
No wonder. I'd like to work with more pieces. I think I want to become a band eventually, where I lead the band and then they play it and I can just dance. I keep it good shape by eating right and exercise and no drugs and no no drinks, no beverages, no visible vices, and getting plenty of rest. Most of our musicians don't get enough rest, so I believe in being lazy and getting a lot of rest. I used to play in places where if I would complain about the piano, the owner would say, well, I just painted it or I just tuned it. But sometimes you strike out. This goes with the job and the terror. If it's too bad, though, I have to complain. I'd like to become more serious with the piano. I'd like to do more classical things. and. <laughs>
there's one album that uh, I would highly recommend you pick up, and believe me, this is a great album and a great title. It's Rene Lee, Maple Groove, Songs from the Great Canadian Songbook. Now listen to some of the songs that she covers on here. If you could read my mind, Waltz for Debbie, Maybe September, My Beat, It Looks Like Rain, Undone from the Guess Who, Hymn to Freedom, uh, Swingin' Shepherd Blues that we just heard, Both Sides Now from Joni Mitchell, and Spinning Wheel from Blood, Sweat, and Tears, plus uh, some more tracks as well. Highly recommended recording. It's called uh, Maple Groove, and it's on the Just In Time label. And it features uh, Richard Ring, uh, Ron DeLorio, David Lang, Richard Baudet is on this album. Uh, Brian Dickinson uh, is also featured on piano, as well as Zach Lober and Mike Downs. And just before we heard uh, Renee Lee, we listened to some uh, comments from Dorothy Donegan, uh, some interesting comments she had about her life and about jazz and, and a whole lot more. We're going to continue with uh, some music from Carmen Lundy with uh, Something to Believe in and a beautiful version of It Might as Well Be Spring. You're listening to In Transition on CHUOFM 89.1. I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm I'm as jumpy as a puppet on a string I'd say that I had spring fever But I know it isn't even spring And vaguely discontented Like a nightingale Without a song to sing Oh, why should I have spring fever When I know it isn't even Strange new street Hearing words that I have never heard From a man I've yet to meet I'm busy as a spider spending daydreams I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing haven't seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on the wing. But I feel so gay in a melancholy way that it might as well be spring in my eyes.
down a strange new street Hearing words that I have never heard From a man I've yet to meet I'm busy as a spider spinning daydreams I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing Seen a crocus or a rosebud Or a robin on the wing But I feel so gay In a melancholy way That it might as well be spring It might
What a luscious and gorgeous version of Bach's Prelude in E-flat played for us by Jeffrey Kieser, featuring uh, Scott Coley on bass and Kareem Riggins on drums. And that's from uh, Jeff's new album, Falling Up. And before that, uh, what did we hear before that? We heard Carmen Lundy from it, uh, Something to Believe in, and it might as well be spring. Well, it looks like I'm on my way out of here, so... Um, to take us out, here's some music from Jeremy Pelt from his album Close to My Heart and uh, his version of 502 Blues, Drinkin' and Drivin', written by Jimmy Rolls. <laughs>
Well, we just heard some music from a newcomer on the jazz scene, Jeremy Pelt, from his album Close to My Heart. And we heard uh, 502 Blues, written by Jimmy Rolls. My name is Randy McElligot, and I'll be back next week with some more jazz. Coming up next, Oswin with German news, music, and commentary until 4.30 this afternoon. Have a good week. Bye for now.